Hi, my name is Odile. This is the first episode of my podcast. I will be interviewing different athletes and coaches who are female or have worked with women. This podcast is also an extension of my website, Gender, Equality, and Sports. And the purpose of this podcast and website is to share stories and educate everyone on the simple inequalities in sports. Today, I'm interviewing Lindsay Werner, who played college basketball at Merrimack. She was on a 1,000-point score there, and this past season, she was an assistant coach for Harvard Women's Basketball. Listen and hear what she has to say about being a woman in sports. Hi. Um, so, um, I am, have been doing this project as Troy, I guess. I don't know. What did he tell you? He sent me um, your website, and I like clicked through it. It's awesome. Okay. Um, he told me about, you know, you're doing research on gender inequality in sports. Yeah. Which is great. Um, but, yeah, keep going. Like, yeah. I checked out your website. It was great. Um, yeah, so I kind of started this as a project. We had to do, like, an pro- eighth-grade project, um, where it was, like, a year-long um, thing, that w- just about something that we were interested in, so I kind of... Uh, started it then and then this year I picked it back up and built the website now I'm trying to build podcasts and just like interviewing people and getting different experiences so yeah hey have you ever heard of um just women's sports yeah podcast? yeah it'd be really cool I know like they you can reach out to them and try and link with them they have some really good connections if you were ever able to get in with them okay yeah that's a good idea um they were kind of like the first place I found, so that's yeah. They've been a fun place, like watch and grow. Yeah. Um, okay, so I guess my first question, which I kind of said it before, but like, have you ever felt any discrepancies that like your team was treated differently um, because of your gender? I think it's gotten a lot better Uh um it's um it's i'm trying to think of like when i was a player i guess sometimes i didn't really notice it but when you're on this side of it a little bit you can kind of see like oh like the male sports get this room while we get this room or we work from here or we stay here in hotels yeah i think last last year was like a big thing is like for us we stayed in the same places that our men were staying at it was like a big jump um from what we were not that like again it was like very bad like we're not like holiday and versus like the ritz but like still it was like a little bit of a difference um but just kind of more like minor things like that i think you know one thing that's great about harvard is that we've you know we're equal we never fight for like floor time because yeah. we only share those two gyms like it's the men and the women um, but like, I remember like, at least in my time with a player, the men already always had priority of the time for practice. So just little stuff like that, I think probably stick out the most. Yeah. I think that definitely like from my experience, I feel like it might not be a big thing, but like it's a little, the little things build up and then you kind of feel like. Right. Well, for us, like the biggest thing, like, I think that really has helped at least this past year. I know you probably saw all the stuff regarding the women's tournament last year with the weight room. Yeah. That was huge. Like, I mean, even just that exposure to it, like, it 
I mean, this past year with the NCAA tournament, it just was on a different level, like from what it was before. It was two yeah. weights or two sets of weights, and then all of a sudden they got these huge things. So I think just that exposure of that was huge uh-huh. and actually, like, really, I think, changed our year this year, too. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. I feel like it's, it, like, gets hidden because they don't want to show that they're not treating it differently and once it gets exposed and everyone's like oh okay this is not okay and then yeah it's just like more media on it right and then yeah. more people have more of an opinion and and then you're like wait what the heck you see like the comparisons and you're like that's that's not fair yeah yeah definitely um and then so like have you ever i mean i'm sure you've had a male coach because i feel like a lot of the time, yeah. male coaches. Um, but, like, was it, um, how did you feel being coached by a male? And would you, how would you feel coaching a men's team? That's a good question, the second part. I've had a male coach. I personally prefer a male coach because just sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes, with women coaches, you can get, like, kind of, like, the more dramatic, where sometimes I feel like men just shoot it straight. Uh-huh. I, but I, vice versa, I feel like each team, like, each gender can, like, ha- benefit from having both a male and a female on staff. Because it just yeah. brings a different look. So I know I worked with a male this past year, or the past three years, and he's awesome. Like, he's great to our kids. Like, the male coaches I've had have been great um I I guess I wouldn't prefer it because I've had female coaches too but um I I think that it's really important to have a different perspective and just like also not only in like the team setting but like in staff meetings too just like that's something not to worry about or you know we all bring different perspectives but sometimes you know male perspectives female perspectives are different yeah if I were to coach a male team a men's team I mean, I mean, it'd be it'd be tough. Like you, you're fighting with the the fact that like you know, like like the dominance piece. I guess. I mean, yeah. it'd be interesting. I've definitely thought about it. I think think it'd be cool. Like, kind of start like a, at a D three and work your way up. But at the same time, you know, you definitely have to earn. It's a different type of earning respect, I guess. Yeah. Because it's not like you can go out there and play them one-on-one and be like, yeah, no, you're good. Like, I I, <laughs> I can prove it. But, like, at the same time, you know, I think it is important to have opportunity in both fields, just like the men do in ours, and then females should in the men's sports, too. Yeah. That makes sense. And I definitely – I was talking to someone last year, and they were, like, talking about how – they were coaching a male team, and, like, the only way that they would get the boys to listen was when they, like, showed them. They're like, yeah, I do know your sport. Like, I'm better than you at this sport. Um, yeah, so, like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, having to earn that respect probably shouldn't have to happen, um, but... Right, it's a big prove-it thing, but, I mean... Yeah, that's, like, probably the biggest thing of, like, why females do not want to, like, go into that because, yeah, I mean, there's, like, you know, I mean, I mean, you probably see it, like, on Twitter and social media all the time, like, 
I think Diana Taurasi like talked about it. Like the biggest, the biggest people that don't support women's sports are the people that are like, oh, I can beat you, or like I don't watch them. Right? Yeah. But like the like the NBA players, you see them on social media all the time. They're like women's sports. Like I just went to the Phoenix Mercury game. Blah blah blah. blah. They support because they get it. Yeah. But like the average Joe, that's like, hey, come beat me in the gym one on one. Like they don't get it. Like yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think it's that's probably like a big thing too when you cross sports is like they and you have a different type of how you have to prove it um, mm-hmm. rather than just knowing right because then a man comes on the women's side and you're like I oh, yeah you know what you're doing yeah more receptive I guess <laughs> exactly yeah I think it's definitely a big thing um like um what was this. Uh, when you're, when you've transitioned, like, to the coaching side, and you've gone kind of, like, a more behind-the-scenes look, I guess, at, like, how things operate, and, like, how, um, I don't know, has there, have you noticed, like, anything where you're, like, huh, okay, this question's not making sense, um, (laughs) um, I don't know, like, have you, noticed have you been able to like get a more behind the scenes look at how things work and notice that there's like more respect or more disrespect than you thought um that's a good that's a good question i think the biggest thing for women's sports right now and even at the collegiate level and again this is depending like on for each program too, uh-huh. uh, or school is just, I guess media, like uh-huh. the amount of media, the amount of like um, advertisement to go to games or draws. Like, you know, one night the men could be doing like a t-shirt night, and they could get these like Nike Nike t-shirts, and they're chucking them to the crowd. And I remember when we had one, and we we're throwing like these little pink balls out that are just like a little logo on them. So little things like that, again, like, I think if we're trying to change the narrative of women's sports, there needs to be even more of a media focus. There needs to be more of an advertisement rather than just like, ah, whoever shows up, shows up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that's probably one of the things, like, on my side now, transitioning into a coach, you pay more attention to. I guess, like, when you're a kid, like, and you're in college, you're like, ah, yeah. Like, I got my group of friends. I got people that come in. Uh-huh. But you, like, want to build your program in the community. Like, not only the community, like, surrounding your college, but inside the collegiate community, too. So I think it, more, just more media coverage on it. Um, I think it's getting there, but it's definitely not there. Yeah. 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 And is there a school that maybe you, like, notice is doing that really well? I mean, the easy one to say is, like, UConn, right? Because, yeah. like, their their fem- their women's program is so relevant. And not to say that their men's isn't, but they've struggled. They've gone up and yeah. down, but they've been consistently good. And I think because, like, again, like what we were saying, like, they have proven that they're good and that they can play, and they play at this high level, and it's almost, like, more entertaining to watch than their men's team. So they've gotten that respect and media coverage. So, but... I mean, 
it's just it is interesting. I remember I remember I asked my a question to my brother. Um, I was like, "Do you think having a good women's team, a women's team, attracts more men's players, to, uh, like recruits, and vice versa?" Uh huh. So I I mean I don't know what your opinion is, but I think, you know, you go to when you go to Duke, you also go to Duke because Coach K, the legacy there, yeah, you know, and and. They just have a new coach, Kara, the past years, and it was amazing. But they're still building, right? Yeah. But, like, I think, like, if I were a kid, I'd be like, yeah, Duke. Like, you know Duke or UNC, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, vice versa, I don't think a male recruit is going to be like, oh, yeah, UConn women? Oh, yeah, the UConn men, you know? Yeah. I, that's just how probably I, I would think growing up. Um, so it is... Again, it's all like about media exposure, but now I think like UConn's gotten there to be able to over the hump of like they're more entertaining than the men. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So And like people watch them want to watch them just like blow out teams. Like even if it isn't a competitive game, they're like, Yeah, right. I'm still yeah. watching UConn. Yeah, or they want to watch them lose too, yeah. like when they play like South Carolina or something, like they're like, Let's watch them lose or watch them win, but still yeah. they tune in. Yeah, that is definitely um, something that I've come across a lot is the fact that men are like, or the average Joe, as you said, like, are like, oh, well, I don't want to watch them. They're not interesting. They're not, you know, dunking. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that's the whole thing of like, you know, Joe from Idaho has no idea. Like, he's just watching like the ESPN highlights on his like, you know, Instagram feed and yeah. But then you go to the men's on the NBA side, and they're like, it's a different type of game. Like you gotta respect like how much the women have grown, like what they're doing on the court. They might not like get above rim. I mean, some of them can, but like, it's still you gotta respect the game for the game. And like, I think that's like probably the thing is like, it's the average guy going, yeah, I can be nerd one on one. Like, yeah. no, no, you can't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is definitely funny to hear those conversations, and you're like, you just have no idea what you're talking about. No, <laughs> yeah, none, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, how, okay. Um, what has been, like, one of your favorite memories from playing basketball or coaching basketball? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, probably actually this past year, we were in a game where it was packed. So uh-huh. my boss was retired, is, is retired. She was retiring throughout the year. And it was kind of like her remember day uh-huh. or like, just like, you know, come and like cheer on and like, um, it's like a senior day, but it was for my boss. Yeah. So it was packed. It was awesome. Everyone had like little head cutouts. They were like waving in the crowd. It was packed. It was awesome. And we had beaten Penn before, like at their place. And they had come up and we were like, we just laid an egg, like in the first half. And we were like down by a lot. But it was so fun to be a part of because we chipped away, chipped away, came back. But like the, it was so packed and the crowd was so in it. And we ended up going to overtime, and people were on their feet, just, like, going nuts. And I played um, during the season. I played in a women's league on Sundays. Uh And then 
the game was on a Saturday and I went to my game on Sunday morning. Like we ended up losing by like five, whatever. But we came back. It was like this yeah. huge thing. And I had like eight or ten people come up to me and be like, we were watching you. We got the whole bar going nuts for our women's basketball because we were on Nesson that day. Uh-huh. So like a lot of people tuned in. It was awesome because people were just like, we were going for you guys. Like we didn't win, but just that support and like the energy in the building was just so fun to be a part of. I was like, oh, I wish I was playing, but coaching's great too. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. But it was it was really cool. It was cool. It was the coolest part was people were like, like multiple people came up to me and our other assistant played in the league. Um, the next day was like we were watching the whole time. We got tons of people watching. Like it was fun. That was super fun. Um, I feel like it's yeah. always, like, even if you're not playing, like, it's just so fun to be in that environment where, like, everyone's cheering and it's, like... Totally. Uh, yeah. You can just feel the energy. Yeah. Um, to kind of, like, branch off of that, I've noticed this. So, my mom is a lacrosse and field hockey coach, so I've, like, kind of been in the high school sports world for, I don't know, since I was born. But this is the first yeah. year, oh, yeah. uh, like, actually, I don't know, being in high school. And um, mm. our basketball team is, like, really historically good um, mm-hmm. and, like, has a big legacy here. And our boys' team is not. They've never won championship, and, you know, they're still pretty good. But yeah, it was. it's been interesting to see how, like, the only people who show up to the girls' games are, like, people's close friends. Um, right. And the people who show up to the boys' games are, like, literally everyone. And it's just mm-hmm. kind of, I don't know, Have did you ever have, like, an experience like that in high school? And why do you think it's like that? Um, that's a good question. I think it's tough in high school because... Um, like you, you're more like worried about social stuff and, you know, where you stature and stuff like that. So like maybe like the men's, like it could be, you know, somebody that doesn't play sports and they're like, Hey, I'm going to the men's game or the boys game. Like just come with me. It's a Friday night, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And maybe they go rather than like, I mean, it's a hard question. I definitely experienced that where we had, like, you know, like 15 people in the crowd. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you know, like, you'd have the whole student section for the boys game, like, on Friday nights. It is hard. I guess, I guess like, the biggest thing, too, is, like, media, like, word of mouth. Like, obviously, in high school, it's different with media and stuff. But, like, even just advertising with, I don't know, like, if you guys do, like, you know, putting, like, papers up or whatever. Uh-huh. Or putting something on your Instagram story, whatever it is. Um, but I, I definitely have experienced that. I don't know why. I think that's like the biggest question is like, why, why is that always happening? Cause you're right. It is a lot of the time, like your family, your co- close friends. And then I think it goes back to like what we, we've been saying is like, you know, people just think that men's sports are better because yeah. it's more entertaining, right? Cause they're bigger, faster, stronger, but you know, you can't compare the two right yeah because it's a different game um i know like one thing that like could probably help is in college we were always we always went to like each semester we had to go to two 
women's sports games as a as a group. So like I was on the basketball team, like and I had friends that were on the field hockey team. We'd go like on a Friday night, all go support. We bring people that were like, hey, we're all going. Like why don't we go? So like probably like if you want to bring that back to your, like your mm-hmm. program of bringing make make it. I know it like sounds terrible, but like make it mandatory, and then like it'll give more exposure to like you know people that play ice hockey and they go and they go to a women's basketball game and they're like, hey, wait, it's actually pretty fun or you get to know somebody and you create like more networking friendships like that so you attract more people, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like once you get that exposure then it becomes not mandatory because people just want to come. Exactly, yeah, you build that. Like I literally used to go to like every, I never played lacrosse, I didn't watch like lacrosse at all uh-huh. and I went to like every single lacrosse game <laughs> and it helped because it was like was one of my friends one of my roommates was on the team but then I became friends with the other people and then my friends became with their friends so it like became this whole thing like you said like and it's just like you're not like you not because you have to go it's because you want to go yeah absolutely um I don't know if I have any more questions but like okay. I'm really bad at coming up with questions on the spot um, no you're good I know it's hard it's hard um but I guess is there anything else you want to say or talk about um I mean I, th- I think it's great what you're doing and shedding a light on it even like in high school too like because it yeah. starts young right you don't just get to the WNBA or college and these are the norms that happen or form. It starts from like a young age too. Um, but I mean, one thing we were talking about was um, there. Have you heard of the TED Talk? I have a little bit. It is called. Mm, give me a minute. Uh, bring on this female superheroes. It's a TED Talk. Okay, I will. Yeah, I would definitely look it up. It was. It's probably. Kate, how long do you think of this? Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear any of that? No. No, okay, you're my headphones. <laughs> no, it might not exactly relate to sports, but it's just, it does a little bit, but it talks about like, you know, like the superhero, like Batman versus Catwoman kind uh-huh. of stuff. But like just exposure like that might give you like really good tips for like just yeah yeah how to structure your argument gender equality even like outside sports too okay it's like 15 minutes long if that okay yeah. thank you yeah my girlfriend's like it's really good <laughs> <laughs> yeah but well. i don't know if i have anything else i think what you're doing is awesome it's great you can never get enough exposure especially with sports yeah. i'm always big yeah yeah, it's been, it's been fun to learn all this stuff, and, like, you're, like, kind of get down sometimes, because you're, like, I don't know how to change all of this, <laughs> but. Yeah. Right, I mean, and it just takes a conversation, like, I know I went on your website, and, like, the USA Women's National Team started that. Yeah. Right, and so it's, it's great that that got started, but, you know, there was also a settlement, and my biggest thing is, like, the conversation just doesn't end there because it was a settlement, right? Yeah. You got to keep it going. Um, what's worse? Thank you. For yeah, thanks for having me. It's been yeah. fun. Yeah. And 
good luck with next season. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, feel free. Like, you can always ask Troy for my number too, and just reach out if you have any questions or anything. Okay. Like, I, I think it's great. But like, if you have any follow up things where you're like, oh shoot, I wish I asked this or blah blah blah, just shoot okay. me a text, give me a phone call. I always have my phone on me. So okay, I definitely will. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, thanks so much. See ya. Bye. Bye.